Welcome to episode 317. We're going to talk on this episode about the name of God and about the word of God and what those two have in common and what the Bible says about itself and about the name of Jesus. But before we get started into that, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I've got a lot to say, and if you watched the previous episode, you'll know that there was a powerful scripture that I dropped on you. Didn't know if you'd ever read that. It is wonderful. It is in Psalm 138.2. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth, for you have elevated your word above your name. And again, that's Psalms 138.2, and right there, The psalmist is telling us that God has elevated his word above his name. And that is amazing because we're going to see in this episode how God has elevated and what Jesus said about his name and what the Apostle Paul has said. When I first started this teaching series, I used 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, And we are going through those three things. Satan is just steeping everything in the world, all everybody in fear. If you walk in this world, you are going to be fearful to a degree. Now, it's based on how much you get into the word and allow the word of God to get into you is how much fear you can push away. In all honesty, if all you're doing is looking at the news and if you're just going to work, coming home, living your life, and you are not in the Word of God, you are getting your butt kicked. I'm just here to tell you there's no way around it. There's no way that you can not bring all of this stuff, all this angst into your soul and not feel the fear. So we have got to get in the Word of God. We got to see what the Word of God says. And He has elevated His Word above His name. And I think that's fascinating. And if you remember back, if you're a frequent flyer, I had an intro guy that talked about John 1, 1 and John 14, but we're going to read on a little bit further past John 1. We're going to go John 1, 1 through 4, and then verse 14, but we're going to see what it says about the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life and the life was the light of men. And then we're going to skip down to 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now that is amazing. And the word became flesh, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And if you've ever wondered why God elevated his word above his name, Let's just think about this for a minute, because a name represents somebody, but the name is not necessarily that person. It is a representation of that person. And everybody, if you've got a name, like those one word names like Sting or, uh, you know, I'm not a name dropper. The only one, and I don't want to use Madonna on this podcast, but you know, you've got Madonna. Bono, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not big into the arts and I'm not huge into all of the acting and all that stuff. You get the point. When you hear the name of somebody, then you can kind of picture 
the person. Well, when you think about Jesus, Jesus is the word and the word became flesh. Jesus came here in the flesh. He was God with us, Emmanuel. God came into the body of a man. He took on our form and became a man so that he could die for you and I. I don't claim to understand it all. God is so wonderful that he got this all fixed up from the beginning of time. When man fell, the plan was already in place. God didn't panic. God didn't say, "Uh uh-oh, what am I supposed to do now? God had it all planned out, and it worked just exactly like he said it was going to work, and it's going to continue to work just like he says it's going to work, and you can have comfort in that, and you can get comfort in the Word of God if you get in the Word of God. Again, soapbox moment, I don't know how many of it is on this episode, but we have got to get in the Word of God. It is important, and God has elevated it above his name. Now, I know you've probably heard some of these scriptures, but I want to read them. I we I think I've made the point, Jesus is the word. So when you are in the Bible, you are spending time with God. You are not spending time with his name. You are spending time with the word. You are spending time with Jesus. And if we're going to have unity, if we're going to get the love of God, we have got to understand who God is. We need to spend time with God and allow God to change us because God's not going to change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is not going to change. But if you spend time with God, if you spend time in his word, if you spend time in prayer and worship, you are going to start taking on some of the characteristics of God. Now, that don't mean that you're going to act like God. And that don't mean that angel wings are going to flutter every time you take a step or say a word. But you are going to start having some of the characteristics of God and you're going to start thinking a little bit like God. And it's wonderful. If we're going to walk in faith, the wonderful news is God doesn't count how many times we fall. It's okay to fail. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fall because God's saying, hey, get up, get up, take another step, take another. God is so loving. We're going to touch on how good and the goodness of God in later episodes and later teachings. But right now, you just got to understand that God loves you. You are God's favorite and he wants you in the word. You've got an enemy, the punk. He doesn't want you anywhere near the word because he can't defeat the word. Now he can come against it and he can question it and he can get you to question it. And that's what he does. He cannot beat the word of God. We're going to go to Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. I just want you to see how powerful the name of Jesus is. The name of Jesus has not lost any power whatsoever. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. I don't care if you're a demon. I don't care if you're an angel. I don't care if you're an agnostic. If you're anything, you are going to confess. You are going to stand before Father God, and he is going to hear you say, Jesus is Lord. And I'm begging you to consider saying it on this side of heaven. That's the whole salvation message, is that if we will confess Jesus, Lord, with our mouth, and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. You want salvation. You want to be born again. 
because we are going to face Father God one day, just like he said Jesus was going to come. He was going to be born a virgin. The whole word describes Jesus coming. Satan is a punk. Satan has no idea. He, he wants you to think he's smart. Had he known God's plan, he never would have killed Jesus on the cross. He's not that smart. He's smarter than you and I, but he is no match for God. We're going to look at one of the scriptures that I love. I know I've used this scripture multiple times, but I'm going to keep reading. In John 14, 12 through 14, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. John 14, 12 through 14 now, if you have never read those scriptures, those are amazing and those are powerful. And John 14, 12 changed my life. But if you continue into the word of God and you continue reading and you, you look at this, we can ask anything in the name of Jesus. And he says he'll do it. Now, he stays within his word. You know, this can be taken way off on a tangent. And you've probably seen how this can go south pretty quick in the name it, claim it, and the blab it, grab it kind of deal where you just start confessing, hey, I want that Cadillac, that Cadillac's mine. And, you know, that kind of stuff, Jesus wasn't talking about that. This is for people that are in the word. These are people that are trying to please God. These are people that are trying to follow after Jesus' example. And he's saying, look, you're going to be battling. You're going to need my name. And if you ask, I'll do it. Now, we're going to finish up with one more scripture and it's in the same book, and it's John 15, 16, and 17. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. And I put that in there because we're going to talk in the next episode about the love we have one to another and that we need to, if we're going to have unity, and that's what this whole lesson is about, how do we get unity in the body of Christ? And if you didn't watch my previous episode, uh, episode 316, I'm going to link it in here somehow. We are trying to have unity. There's things that hold us back from having unity. And, and I'm not going to rehash what I talked about in the previous episode. I want you to just meditate on how powerful the name of Jesus is. That every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess Anything you ask in Jesus' name, he will do. This is a powerful, powerful name. But God has elevated his word above the name of Jesus. There is not a name given that's above the name of Jesus, but the word of God is elevated higher than his name. And that is fascinating. That could take multiple episodes to dig into. I just want you to to meditate on that. I want you to think about that over the weekend if you're watching this in time. And I want you to just think about how wonderful God is that he gave us this word. And it's no mistake that the Bible is the number one selling book ever of all time because the word of God is Jesus. Jesus is everywhere. And you and I can not only hold him in our hand, we can put him into our soul. He's in our heart. He's with us all the time, but we need to plant the incorruptible seed in our heart 
and we need to do it daily. We need to do it on purpose. And I'm going to get off my soapbox. I am sorry. Let's pray real quick. God, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you also for your name, Jesus, at the name of Jesus. I just love the sound of that name. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I pray that this listener, this watcher will do the same, will confess you or has confessed you as Lord. And God, we thank you for everything you're doing in our lives, everything that you're doing in this world. And I pray that you would open the eyes of the blind and you would help us lead those that you are calling into your wonderful salvation. God, we thank you. We love you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.